the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining joining me this afternoon. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Uh, just real quick, a traffic note. The uh, Freedom Convoy, as it has been called, a long, long, lengthy convoy uh, primarily made up of trucks, semi-trucks, but others are joining it as well, protesting mandates from the government and so forth, uh, has made its way to Columbus. Uh, right now, it is uh, out on the west side uh, on I-70, just about ready to hit 270 south on the west side. They're going to come all the way around the south end of Columbus on 270 and then exit the city on 70 east on the uh, on the east side. Uh, I would strongly suggest that if you are in a vehicle, you avoid 270 on the entire south side of Columbus. It's going to take... Quite some time for the convoy to uh, uh, to go through the city, around the city, and it's going to cause some massive. Uh, <coughs> I don't want to say traffic jams because it's moving, and I must say, uh, from w- what I've read, and I'm certainly not an insider, and I don't even know anybody on the inside. This has been very well organized. They have worked extensively with local police uh, every step of the way all through their journey across the United States. They have warned police, here's the direction we're coming, here's when we're going to arrive. 
Uh, they have done everything they can to avoid uh, disrupting traffic for ordinary citizens like you and I. So anyway, um, they and I think they're doing everything they can. But with that number of trucks, it is going to cause traffic backups. And I just recommend, if you want to, you know, find a bridge and show your support, and that's happening all over the country as this convoy enters towns across America. Um, I just, if you're in your car, I would avoid uh, Highway 270 on the entire south side, from 70 south all the way around the city uh, for probably a couple of hours. Uh, any, uh, If there are any updates, I will certainly pass those along to you. I, I want to be. I want to be very careful how I deal with this next issue. Um, some of you know that Joy and I were able to spend a little bit of time in Florida on vacation recently. Thoroughly enjoyed it. We just we had a wonderful time. Uh, we were able to visit with Joy's brother. One of the most brilliant men I've ever known, a professor at the University of Miami for many, many years, has written, I don't know how many books he's written. He now has Alzheimer's, and it's uh, progressing pretty quickly. But he still recognized us. We had wonderful conversation. Uh, His wife has a terminal lung disease, and uh, she is slipping very rapidly. So our trip to Florida was very, very meaningful, uh, particularly for the opportunity to spend time with uh, with Joy's family. But anyway, uh, I'm a, as most of you know, if you listen to the program, I'm a, I'm a news junkie. I want to watch the news every night. I watch the news, <laughs> and again, I, 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 I just I want to be cautious and careful. I don't want to be disrespectful, but my goodness, what a difference in local news reporting in where we were in Florida and in Columbus, Ohio. Particularly one of the local news outlets, which Oh, my goodness, they are so unprofessional. I just, Joy and I, sometimes we just shake our heads, and we've just learned to laugh at how unprofessional and at times just clownish, just clownish some, I want to make that clear, some of our local TV news is just and it was so refreshing, uh, particularly in a particular time slot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be too specific here, because again, I don't want to hurt feelings. It, but uh, it was just refreshing to see news reported not as a clown show and as entertainment, but actual, professional, serious 
news, <clears throat> including the weather. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, today I was just reminded uh, of the, the bias in the news media, as well as <clears throat> sometimes the uh, <clears throat> lack of professionalism. Uh, here is one of our local TV stations in their news feed today. This is TV, but they have a web presence and, you know, they're reporting news on their website and so forth. Here is a news release from one of our local TV stations today. Here's the headline. Under 2,000 new COVID cases reported in Ohio Thursday. Okay. Then that's the headline. Then you go, you scroll down, and you see the actual story. Here it is. Let me read it to you, and I quote, Ohio is reporting just under 2,000 new coronavirus cases on Thursday. All right, now, what would any reasonable person assume if you read just under 2,000, uh, 1,950, 1,925, 1,980, just under 2,000? What was the actual number? 1,171. Uh, that's not just under 2,000. That is just over 1,000. Now, why? Headlines are very serious things in the news business. Well, panic, fear. That's, that's what keeps people coming back to the news. Just under 2,000 new cases reported. It's still bad. It's getting better, but it's still bad. Just under 2,000. No, it's not just under 2,000. It's just over 1,000. That's a huge difference. I just, I was just reminded, um, you have to, you, you, you just have to listen or read the news with wide open eyes, wide open ears, and you got to be an LTD. And I will, I'll leave it there. I'll just, <clears throat> I'll just leave it there and move on. Uh, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, this is no surprise. The ACLU has filed a lawsuit on behalf of the Ohio abortion industry to stop a new law 
from being enforced. The uh, new law, Senate Bill 157, is set to go into effect on March 23rd. And here's what the law does. It's been signed into law by Governor DeWine. It goes into effect on March 23rd. The ACLU, on behalf of Planned Parenthood and other abortion facilities, have filed a lawsuit to stop it. Here's what the law would do. If a baby is born alive in a botched abortion, now I want you to think about this just for a moment. If an abortion fails, a baby lives. Now, let that sink in. If an abortion fails, a baby lives. Does that happen often? Uh, No. Does it happen? Yes. Now, if that baby is born alive, this law would demand that the abortion facility immediately get medical attention for that living baby as any other baby born alive. It requires a written transfer agreement with a local hospital where that baby can be transported, and a hospital has agreed, we will take patients from this abortion facility if necessary, or it requires Four OBGYNs who have admitting privileges at a local hospital be contracted or paid employee fees in case they would be needed for the health, the survival of the born baby. Honest question. How could anyone oppose that? This law does not stop abortions. I wish it did, but it doesn't. It just says if the baby is born alive, the abortion didn't succeed. It was not successful. The baby was not killed. The baby is born alive. It cannot just be left on a table to die. It can't be put in a bag and allowed to suffocate. You know, some would say, well, Bob, that would never happen. Oh, yes, it would. In fact, you may remember the famous words from the former governor of Virginia, Governor Northam, who is a doctor himself, who said, well, the baby was born alive. You know, we would we would discuss what to do with the parents and well, would you would you resuscitate it? Would you make? Oh, well, we you know we would just decide what was what was best. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we will watch that. But the ACLU has filed that lawsuit to block the law from being enforced. There is a victory down in Kentucky, however. Uh, back in two thousand eighteen. Uh, Governor Matt Bevan, who was governor of Kentucky, a Republican, signed into law a procedure or a law that prevented the abortion procedure known as D&E dilation and evacuation, where an unborn baby is 
dismembered, torn apart piece by piece, still in the womb or the birth canal. Passed by the legislature, signed into law by the governor. Well, that governor was defeated by Democrat Andy Bashir. And like here in Ohio, the ACLU sued to stop enforcement of the law. Well, the Democratic governor, Andy Bashir said, nah, we don't want to defend it. We, I am a pro-abortion. I am a pro-abortion governor. And he ordered the attorney general, who is a Republican and pro-life, you cannot defend this law in court. Again, the ACLU sued to block it and so forth. So, the attorney general, who is a Republican, has gone to the Supreme Court. And today, in a rare eight-to-one decision, the Supreme Court has said the attorney general has a constitutional right to defend the Kentucky law. Now, the Supreme Court did not rule in any way, shape, or form on the law itself or on abortion, just the right to defend the state law. Good decision by the Supreme Court, and again, in a rare eight-to-one decision. So this just means that the Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, will defend in federal court this pro-life law that was signed into law back in 2018. He will do it over the objection of his uh, Democratic governor. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. We can certainly hope that uh, that law will be deemed constitutional. We'll keep an eye on it. All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, and uh, you can hear the music, which means we're going to take a little intermission, and then we'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 